Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. For the last 40 years, the unemployment rate has been up to 34% for people with disabilities, as compared to the average unemployment rate ranging between 4.6 to 7% for those who don't have a disability. It's safe to say there is still a lot of work to be done when it comes to advancing resources and means for those with disabilities within the workplace in Canada. At the Walrus Talks Advancing Work, Max Brault, Vice President of People and Change at BDO Canada, describes the five rings when living with disabilities. Those include housing, transportation, services, community, and employment. Welcome to the conversation piece. My name is Max Bro, and I'm going to be talking to you about my community, about people with disabilities. But before I really get into this conversation, I want to talk about how a person with a disability gets themselves ready for work. Now, before we start this, I want everybody in this room and everybody who's listening to me in virtual world to think about when they left university or college or when they left home for the first time and started to work. Think about way back then. Now, when it comes to people with disabilities, I've done this talk a few times, and I always refer to this as the five Olympic rings. Before we even can talk about employment, we've got to talk about the first ring. And the first ring is housing. Now, remember when you first left your house, what did you do? You most likely went and lived with colleagues, friends, roommates, you know, that you found from high school. But most likely people with disabilities end up staying at home. So about 90% of people with disabilities, their first job, they're most likely working at home. And they need to stay at home. And I'll explain a little bit why. But those who are fortunate, that 10% who do go out there and find housing, run into some very big problems. As you can see, I'm in a wheelchair. I got a really bad back end. Most bathrooms and small housing and university housing doesn't allow people with wheelchairs to come in. The second ring is transportation. Now, look, I get it. Uh, we all want to have a great society. We all want people to use bikes and we all want to walk to work. I get it. But, you know, let's face the fact we are the North for a reason, right? We have snow eight months of the year. I know I'm being sarcastic. I come from Ottawa, folks, okay? <laughs> There's a lot of snow there. And for people with disabilities, we need to really rely on reliable transportation. And that's a big key factor. So for a lot of people with disabilities, we can't afford a car. We can't afford to get a car that's been chopped up, designed for people with wheelchairs. So we gotta rely on local transportation. So again, go back to first ring number one. Ring number one, affordable housing, accessible housing. Ring number two, you need to be 
accessible to transportation that works for you. Now let's talk about ring number three. And this is where it gets a little bit interesting because towards the end, I'm gonna tell you about something that I'm gonna announce that's just relatively new for our country. It's about 20, 24 hours old. This is gonna be relatively new for just this uh, speaking engagement. And it's about services. With people with disabilities, we need services. So remember when you were living on your own, you know, the biggest thing you were asking is, where's the local pizza shop? Well, for us guys, that's what it was, it's pizza. For some of the ladies, maybe it's where the wine was. I don't know, I'm not a lady. But I can tell you one thing, right? For people with disabilities, we have one additional factor with services. And I'll give you a personal problem with me. So I go out, I move out on my own, I have access to local transportation, I, bought, I was able to afford to buy my car, but I ran into a problem. I can't use a washing machine. I can't stick my hands in the washing machine. And back then, by the way, I'm 52 years old, so when I left the houses, they still had the machines where they were top loaders. Remember those suckers? They weren't the front loaders where you can open it up, throw it in. I think somebody was listening to me when I was in my youth. Can somebody design one with a front door? Anyways, I had to rely on my father. My father would come in, he would take the bag, and he would leave. And that was my bag of laundry. So I had to make sure I had clothes for two weeks for what I was going to happen that week and for whatever my father was going to take away. The other problem I had is grocery shopping. You know, can you just imagine me walking around while wheeling around in a, in a grocery store trying to pick up groceries? I only can pick up whatever my left hand can, can hold on to. So my father would meet me at a grocery store once a week, and we would go grocery shopping, and then we would come back. But there's one additional thing for people with disabilities, and that is attendant care services. Anybody familiar with that? And what that is, is that it's somebody to help me do the basics. Help me wake up in the morning, help me dress, help me go do my bathrooming, help me do all the things that you, know, you can possibly do to live. In some cases, even help me eat. So helping me get my food ready, help me eat the food. Now, I was fortunate in my 20s, my disability wasn't that severe, I was still able to cook. Now, the ladies I was dating at the time would question that kind of cooking because I can only really do two things, uh, shake and bake chicken and, well, spaghetti. Yeah, that was pretty much exciting coming to my place. The fourth thing is community. Community is really, really important. And I'll tell you why community is important. When you were growing up, community is where you learned who you were. It's where you found your love. It's where you found your hobbies. It's what defined you later on in life. And now we get to employment. And I want to say one thing about employment. Employment in Canada has been relatively the same for persons with disabilities. It's been federally funded for most degree, and to a certain degree, provincially funded. But we've been doing the same thing for 40 years with the same results. For the last 40 years, people with disabilities have been experiencing an unemployment rate of 34%. Think about that, 34%. That's pretty shocking. When the average unemployment rate across this country is anywhere between 4.6 and 7% for anybody who are not disabled. So two things have happened that are really big in this country. The first thing that happened was about three and a half years ago 
which was pretty much what we call the Accessibility Canada Act, which now defines the rights that people with disabilities now have in this country. Now you're sitting there going, well, yeah, we had the charter, but the charter just said we could not be discriminated against. Now with the ACA, it defines that people with disabilities need to be understood in the workplace, need to have work plans about how to help people with disabilities ensure that they're working in the workplace. And this is a big deal because as of December of this particular month, all government agencies need to make their plans public. And by doing so, we get to criticize the government agencies. Six months from now, all federal jurisdicted corporations need to make their plans public. So I'm gonna let you guys go on one last note and that this just became big news. One of the federal leading parties has now made it as a mandate for their next convention, something called the NDIP, the National Disability Insurance Plan. And what is that? Here is what it is. It is a plan to ensure that all people with disabilities have free access to attendant care services from coast to coast to coast. We are now starting to think about how we do not leave any persons with disability left behind. So I gotta let you go. My seven minutes are up. My name is Max Brout. Thank you for the opportunity. Max Brault is the Vice President of People and Change at BDO Canada and is among the over 800 fantastic Canadians who have been featured on the Walrus Talk stage. Subscribe to the conversation piece on your favourite podcast platform and to register for upcoming events online or in a city near you and to catch up on our archive of the Walrus Talks, visit thewalrus.ca slash events. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.